0: Hello, and welcome to Quick Charge. I'm Mikey G, and it's Thursday, February 8th. Tesla confirmed that it plans to restart production at Gigafactory Berlin next week after shutting it down due to supply issues. Tesla had recently achieved a record production at the factory, producing as many as 6,000 Model Ys in one week. Now, while one of Tesla's least producing factories globally, it's become critical to operations in Europe and Asia. Several manufacturing companies in Europe have seen their operations affected by cargo in the Gulf of Aden and the Bab al Mandeb Strait. Tesla is among those affected and announced a shutdown of their factory outside of Berlin as it waits for supplies to get through the blockade. Today, Andre Thurig, Tesla's plant manager, told German media that the automaker is getting ready to restart production on February 12th. And we expect that this will have a very small impact on Tesla's overall production in the first quarter, as long as they are able to ramp up once again. Tesla has released the first major software update for the Cybertruck, and it improves the electric pickup's handling, charging, and a little bit more. Now, despite starting deliveries a few months ago, Tesla has yet to fully develop the software for the truck, as it's still missing some important autopilot features, as one example. Tesla put a lot of effort into the Cybertruck suspension, with the goal of making the ride very comfortable in most conditions, whether with a load or without a load and off-road and on-road, so there's a lot of ground to cover, and this is the first big step after the launch. According to the release notes, the two main upgrades are to the handling and charging. Tesla claimed improved ride and handling, and they also claim that the new software update results in more efficient charging. The new update does include a bunch of other goodies, but it's most of the things that came with the recent Tesla holiday update, but now it's coming to the truck. Tesla announced plans to greatly expand the supercharger network in Iceland through a partnership with a gas station chain. The automaker announced a deal with N1, which is a gas station operator, and they're going to deploy 20 new superchargers across the country. Now That's actually fairly significant considering that Tesla only has nine stations at the moment. Iceland is perfect for the mass adoption of electric vehicles. It's fairly small in overall size, and the island's electricity is almost 100% renewable. So, pretty cool. Elon Musk's brother Kimball, who is a board member at Tesla, he's not quite as optimistic about Tesla delivering full self-driving. Now, virtually every year for the past five years, Elon has said that the company will achieve full self-driving capability by the end of that particular year that he's speaking. As a matter of fact, just two weeks ago, he said probably this year. Now, in contrast, when asked about it in an interview with Graham Bensinger, his brother Kimball said, quote, I would say maybe five years, definitely this decade. I think we might come out with a taxi before that, and it would have no steering wheel at all. You also have to do government regulations. We need to get through that. Now, we can't really expect Kimball to have any access to additional insider information, considering he's a board member and not, the CEO of the company, but the broad range of Kimball's estimates are certainly less risky than the shots that Elon has taken. Well, especially the shots that he's taken for not attaining that quite tight goal. End of the year, baby. End of the year. As General Motors looks to deliver on the promise of electric vehicles for everyone, the automaker is recruiting talent, And they got it from the best, meaning Tesla. (laughs) General Motors announced on Thursday that they hired Kurt Kelty, the former Tesla executive, and recognized battery expert, as they're trying to launch their own low-cost EVs. Kelty will serve as vice president of batteries under President Mark Roos in the newly created role. He will be in charge of General Motors' battery cell strategy and a new end-to-end approach. Kelty's responsibilities will include researching, developing, and investing in new technology and the use of raw materials. Kelty helped lead Tesla's battery development team for 11 years. He was responsible for commercial negotiations with cell suppliers and early-stage battery cell developers. He worked with lithium-ion batteries since 1993, working for Panasonic to advance rechargeable battery tech for portable devices. Jaguar Land Rover is pushing back the launch of two key electric models amid what they're calling surprising demand for their plug-in hybrids. The announcement comes as the company is seeing strong interest in the first electric Range Rover after orders opened in December. Now, after reporting strong third-quarter fiscal sales, Jaguar Land Rover revealed that they are now aiming to launch four new EVs in the next two years. They initially said that in 2021, but I guess things have changed. That was a long time ago. They are now saying that they are taking their time to, quote, make sure that we put the best vehicles we have ever developed. So again, Land Rover is delaying electric vehicles, but they did have a lot of interest in their Range Rover, which was recently opening orders. They say that over 16,000 people have joined their wait list. I don't know, to me that kind of says something, you know, maybe it says hurry. A new trademark filing for an Ionic T10 suggests that Hyundai could be aiming for an electric truck, perhaps to rival the F-150 Rivian and others. I would say Lordstown, but uh, anyway, anyways, according to a new trademark filing uncovered by the folks at Drive in Australia, Hyundai has indeed filed for a trademark for an Ionic T10 under the category automobiles, electric cars, trucks, lorries, and sport utility vehicles. Now, although Hyundai has yet to announce the details behind this pickup, the automaker has signaled one is in the works. Their upcoming platform has been said to have the capability to underpin trucks and Kia, which is Hyundai's sister company, they have announced tentative plans to release two electric pickup trucks. Hyundai also filed a trademark for an Ioniq T7. So maybe that's a smaller electric pickup? Maybe? (music) The United Kingdom's best-selling car is going electric. Ford said that they will reveal an all-electric Puma Generation E later this year as they expand the European lineup. After unveiling the new Puma on Wednesday, Ford said that an all-electric model will be revealed later this year. The Ford Puma Gen E is expected to start at around 35,000 pounds, about 10,000 more than the current gas version. The Electric Explorer will follow that right behind, and Ford is launching another electric SUV set to take the Capri name, so pretty busy docket for Ford. In today's community comment found on YouTube, Ed Sainofsky says, E-bike enthusiast remembering Blue Monkey, now learning about electric cars. Keep it up. Well, Ed, you actually don't need to remember Blue Monkey. You can still watch it. For those of you who don't know, Blue Monkey Bicycles is the name of my personal YouTube channel, which was bequeathed to me when the retail store of the same name died out some six years ago. I don't upload to the same quality and frequency that I used to, but I still keep it around for fun. One of my favorite videos from recently was actually two years ago. I explored the history of a wacky bike that nobody really liked. The video is called The Rise and Fall of the Yike Bike. I put a link below the like button for real this time. On the Blue Monkey channel I have some penciled in plans for exploring topics on electric bikes that other people don't really cover that much, or perhaps not as much as I'd like. Such topics are buying a second electric bike or how to repack and sell a used e-bike. I've put together some links to some of my favorite videos from the recent past. One of them was an April Fool's video, which I had on my bucket list for a long time. Really wanted to make that one. And then I also put another video on the global e-bike backdrop, which is something that American consumers really don't understand about the bike industry. It also applies to electric bikes, but yeah. If you like e-bikes, then by all means, poke around the channel. But if you don't like e-bikes, then don't bother because if the channel gets a bunch of people just to subscribe, but then they don't actually put in the time to watch stuff throughout the history, then it actually hurts the channel in the long term. So anyways, thanks for watching Quick Charge, the electric car news recap show. I'm Mikey for Electrek, and I will see you on the later.